Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. Thank you so much for being here. Matteo and I are happy to have you. Um, I got to meet Emma's mother yesterday. And can I say what I thought of your mother? Tell me everything. I loved her. And, was she and like... Was, she was... Sorry. You know what I like about her? She seems um, just very direct and very honest, which I see a lot of that in you. And I also see you guys really do look alike. Same eyes, same mouth. same. And I mm. love that you love your mother so much because you're touching her. I notice like you put your arm in front of her to protect her. Like if something goes by, like you're very aware of her safety and... I, I felt bad. I kept apologizing to her because I was like, sorry, we're talking so much business. And she even said, no, no, this actually helps because now I have like a better understanding of all the things Emma's talking about. And I said, oh, I know. And Emma and I get together. We just we talk shop all day. But it was like really nice to see where you come from. And I really liked your mom. And unfortunately, yesterday, the recording studio, um, there was a guest in there. There was some scheduling issues. So we didn't get a chance to record. We were going to have your mom on as a guest. But I fucking loved her. Was she like what you thought she was going to be like from my descriptions? Well, I kind of picture Marge Simpson when you... <laughs> of course. Then, Homer, please. Oh, right. Homer. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But, right. Um, she's more... Um, yeah, she's waspy. <laughs> she in is a way, waspy. Not in a bad way. In a way that I would Mm-mm. say, like, you know, my mother and my Aunt Cindy are super Italian. Right. She's very, she is very, I, that's interesting with the direct, like she is very, she's, she's sweet and she, she's direct in that she, she's, I would say some of her best qualities are she's very curious and I would say where sometimes she's not direct, like part, something we were talking about a lot when she was visiting was like when it comes to like things for herself, like she's much more like, she does a lot for me and my sister, but then when she's trying to do things for herself, she like, She'll be like, oh, no, I can't. Like, ah. And then she'll get very, part of why when I'm, like, walking around the street with her, I feel like I'm, like, putting my hand out to, like, swat in case anyone gets in her way <laughs> is, I don't know, she's so little. She's gotten so much little. She used to be a, she's always been little, but over the years, she's just gotten, like, littler and littler. I don't know what like, it so is. scrunching it, like, shoulders forward yes. kind of thing. I think it's I have, just natural, you know? I think it's natural. I, a lot of people in my mom's family, I have this aunt who has MS, and she got so... I call everyone in my mom's family my aunt, but she got so little, and I see that my mom doesn't have that, but I see that in my mom. So she just, but it was it was good that she got to meet you too because she was like, before she went on, we were walking over. She was like, "Who do I say? What do I talk about?" And I was like, "It's a safe space. You're not gonna get asked anything weird. Don't worry about it." And she was like, "But then what?" And then so when Mateo met her, and she was nervous about going on, he was like, "You can just say hi, I'm Emma's mom," and she was like, "Okay, I can do that." That I can do. Okay, fine. And then we didn't end up recording, and I could tell she was like, hey. It was a nice visit, though. It was, it was three days straight, and I she hasn't yeah. visited New York in, like, four years, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. longer. And we all slept in the same... We slept at Lexi's, because it's just set up much nicer than my place. So we all, my mom and I slept in the bed, and then Lexi was very nice. She slept on the couch. And I was like, I'll sleep on the couch. Like, I don't want you to sleep on the couch. And she was like, I don't want to sleep in a bed with your mom. And I said, fair. So my mom and I slept <laughs> in the bed. But let me ask you this. Yeah. So how do you do with snoring? Um, I, okay, so I do not snore when I sleep. I am literally, I'm not kidding you. I'm, I, I pass away. I Love pass it. away. You don't know the I'm there. You don't know I'm alive. An angel. I don't move. Um, Kike would snore only when he slept on his back and mm-hmm. I push him to his side. He knew it was coming. I'd be like, amore. I'm like, you're sleeping, like you're snoring. Oh, yeah, okay, amore. And then he'd go on his side and he'd stop snoring. My first boyfriend snored a lot, mm. but I was like 21 and super in love. So I'm like, it's cute. But no, <laughs> snoring now, like I'm 36. If you're snoring next to me, like I love you, but go sleep in another room. Sure. Did you have those friends when you're growing up whose parents slept in separate beds? Um, I knew two. No, I, two we didn't couples. have big enough. We didn't have big enough houses for people to have mm. multiple bedrooms. 
My house was five people and three bedrooms. So my mom and dad got a room. My sister got a room. My brother and I shared a room. And, this was our... uh, it was like a one floor. I mean, we lived in a small house. This was see. This was a friend of mine. Actually, the parents were in the same room, but they just had single beds. And I remember being like, "What?" And they were like, "Well, it helps us sleep better to be in our own beds." And I didn't understand it, but now I'm like, "Oh, okay, I get it." Like, obviously, if one of them snores, that doesn't help. But if in terms of like tossing and turning, like it's practical. But my, if it's like my mom king snored. Size, you know, like those hotels where like it's like a double king size bed. Like the bed. Yeah, seems and you're like so what? Big. It's insane. Yeah, like, it couldn't even fit in the room I'm sitting in right now. When I was right. in Mexico, they had one of those beds, and I thought, who is this for? Right, a Who king. is this bed for a king? Um, but when it comes or... to sleeping, I be, I've just become so accustomed to my own sleep. I'm so precious about sleep anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, even today, I was going to talk to you about this. It's funny you brought up sleep, because today I crashed and hit a wall. I, mm. I went, so Friday... I flew to Madison, did two shows, and it takes a lot of energy to do shows. Then didn't get enough sleep, you know, because you're not in your home. Then I did two more shows. Then I flew to Detroit early the next morning, did two shows in Detroit, flew to New York, filmed my YouTube special, two shows, crowd work, lots of energy draining out of you because you have to be on. And then yesterday, I was just kind of a zombie. Like, at night, I was like a bitch. Like, I was just like mm. a zombie, not within <laughs> myself, being way too honest with people. I have a great story for you. And Wait, then, what do you mean? What do you mean being way too... Like, were you out... Were you at the, were you at the cellar? I was at the cellar, yeah. I might have oh, had boy. a confrontation with someone. Um, oh, my God. But then today, I woke up early because I had a doctor's appointment, and I just kind of felt under a haze. And then I went to my trainer, and I looked at him. His name is Damon Bell. And I said, Ooh. Damon, I said, I'm feeling really tired today. He's like, go home. And I was like, what? He's like, he's like, if you're too tired, you're going to hurt yourself and you're not going to be good. And you're going to raise all your different levels of chemicals and you're going to, it can even leave bloat. Like, I don't think it's good for you to work out if you're not feeling your mental state. So I think kiss him on home. the, I want to, I want to kiss him on the lips. He sent me home. I took a nap and I already feel better. I call, I texted him and said, I actually feel better. And he was like, good. So tonight I'm going to, I might cancel my spot at the cellar and just mm-hmm. get to bed at like nine o'clock and sleep and uh start over again tomorrow but last night i was yeah, in you such ha- a mood you have to do the i love i want to and i want to hear about that and i love that that your trainer did that and not to sound um unrelatable i just want to be like but we but so my trainer did the same thing to me two weeks ago and i it grandfathered him i showed up and i had taken a red eye and i was so out of it and he took one look at me and he goes he's like ah you know you don't look so good and he was like I, I think we should just do this another time. He's like, come back tomorrow. He was like, no fee, you know, and no, he's like, he's like, it's not good for you. And then he sent me home and I was like, thank you so much. Like, cause it would have been, I would have been lifting, I would have taken a dumbbell and like put it in my butt. Like I wouldn't have known (laughs) you shouldn't be, we shouldn't be working out when we're doing that. Right. Right. So what did you do? It's true. I mean, being tired is a real problem. I was at the cell last night and I was just like in a haze. The set actually went really. Sometimes my sets when I'm in a haze are great, because I totally. don't care. You just at don't care. All. Oh my god, amen. It's so weird. It's like, it's like it's not like a drug, but it's just like you're kind of over it, and then you can kind of just say. It comes you say, off as the utmost confidence, and then the audience yeah. just stares at you like this guy knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, where am I right now? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting at the cellar. And I'm talking to John Laster. If you guys don't know John Laster, he has an app called Blap. It's an app that you... It's it's a great app. It shows where all black businesses are mm-hmm. owned. You can find it on the map so you can support black businesses. And we should have John on the show. But I, I highly should. recommend... He's so funny. ...downloading Blap. It's a great, great app. And he started it all. I mean, he's incredible. Anyway, so we were mm-hmm. sitting and talking. And I love John. So we're just chatting and laughing. I get a call. I get a random phone call. I pick up the phone. It was a it was a New York number, and I picked up. And I'm thinking maybe it's like I, I I announced my theater tour today, so maybe it was like one of the promoters or something. So I pick up and I go, "Hello, hi, Mateo. This is so and so." And I go, "Huh? This is so and so. I booked you on a comedy festival. It was like seven years ago or six years ago. I booked you on this comedy festival, blah 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 blah. And then I also booked you on this and da 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 da. I go, okay, okay. What time well, was it? Um, like nine, this would be like nine thirty at night. Okay. And I go, okay. 
and she goes, well, I'm working for such and such, and I'm in town for tonight, and I saw that you're on the 9.30 show, and it's sold out. Can you get me tickets? I don't know this. I don't know you. You know what I mean? And I know you booked me on something seven years ago, but, like, it was so entitled. Like, I did this. She started the conversation by, I did this for you. I'm here last minute. Get me tickets. I was like, What? And I literally said, because I had two friends, my friend Trey and his friend Josh, we had dinner earlier, and I was like, I even couldn't get them tickets because it's sold out. Right. So I was like, well, I, I don't know. It's like sold out. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, okay. Ugh, bye. And then I see her walk in with her friend and go up to another comic and talk to them. We booked you on this. We booked you on that. Same shit. Then she looks at me and she goes, hi, Mateo. I'm so-and-so. And I looked at her and I said, we just spoke on the phone. Right. I, do, I said it out robot? loud to her face, yeah. verbatim, we just spoke on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then she convinces this comic to get her tickets and to pull her downstairs so she didn't have to pay for tickets and sit in the seat and watch the show. And I thought, that's really, really entitled and really, really rude. Like, am I wrong? Am I crazy? Did I really? Like- no. It's also tacky to start something where I book you in this because it's like, yeah, and you should have booked me because I you thought that it would make the show better. Like, so I don't oh, – it's not like I was like – it's not like the person was like, hey, Emma, you were out of work and I hired you to be a math tutor and let's be honest, you fucking sucked at it and you told the kid <laughs> that that 2 plus 2 equals 19 and I covered your ass and now I'm in New York. Can you do this? It's like then, – then it'd be like, ah, shit. Like, you really did hook it up. But it's like, okay, you booked me on a comedy show. I'm a comedian. Like, our, like it, first of all, also should have been a text. But it's like, it's like, hey, is there any? Should have been a text. This, hey, the, right. No, no mention. It's like, sure, contextualize yourself, but no mention of, you know, you know me from this. Like, I hope you're well. Any chance? Like, it's just if it, if the last time I bad. talked to right the last time for the last time I talked to somebody was minimum six years ago. I would not show up to their show two minutes. Actually, the show had already started, mm. so the show has started. I would not call them and say, I did this for you. Now get me tickets so I can come in. Right. You know, and then when I say no, oh, by the way, bother the door guy. The door guy was like, who the F is that woman? And she's coming up and telling me all her credits and this and that and da da da. You know, Steve. Steve's like, I'm not putting up with this bullshit. You know, and then she, she weaseled her way in. I was pissed. But I literally looked at her, Emma, and you mentioned this to me yesterday. You're like, Mateo can be very direct with people, which I find sometimes can well, be I a said, bad quality. I said, no, I said you have a lot of, I, well, I said you have a lot of self-respect. Mm. I said you have, I said you have self-respect about what you do. And you went, yeah. ooh. But I, I feel like, you, <laughs> I, I, I think you do. I'm talking, you know, I, I think you have, you respect, your, where you're like, okay, this isn't, this isn't putting me or other people in the best light. Like, I don't think it's the right thing to do. Which takes self-respect. Yeah. Well, I, I can't believe I looked at her literally, Emma, yesterday. And she, introduce yourself to me. And this is what I did. Just, like, say your name to me. Oh, sorry. Uh, Mateo, Marjorie Swan. I booked you on the Beefcake Factory. Yeah, Marjorie, we just talked on the phone. You literally just called me. <laughs> Can you get me tickets or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. A nightmare of a person. I was losing my voice because I sleep. I did a couple I did a couple shows last night. Well, I wasn't sleeping when my mom was in town because so she snored, which I I didn't realize. I mean, we haven't shared a bed in a really long time. I mean, I can't even remember the last time. I'm it, it would have been since high school or I don't even know. So, <laughs> but there's been times where I've been home and you know she'll be snoring and I'll just kind of shut her door. But so we're in bed. <laughs> And it was, it was like sleep apnea style where it was like the, like, but like, it was, it was almost like violent snoring. Like I was like, does your, does your mom have sleep apnea? So Lexi and I were like thinking like she might actually, and I'm going to talk to her about it because it seemed like it was like, she would like stop for a full second and then like snore in even deeper, like a gust of wind. And like, (laughs) you guys, she's little, like this is a little woman. And I was like, oh my God. So the first night I was just processing, like, I didn't know this, like, lived within her. And then the next day we were talking and she was, like, talking about how she wears her mouth guard. She's like, but sometimes I try not to because then it makes my, me sleep with my mouth open. And sometimes I snore. And I was like, I didn't say anything. I was like, uh-huh. So the why, next why night. Why would you just say to your mom, like, you know, like, ma, you snore? I should have. 
Do you think it, it would hurt so... her feelings? Because I the the read that I got from your mom, I didn't was want her to feel self conscious. Sure, but I but I don't think it, she doesn't strike me as someone whose feelings could get hurt easily. She seems like someone who can who really deals with reality. Do you see what I'm saying? Like she feels like someone if you were like, Ma, why are you snoring? She'd be like she'd be like, Ah, didn't know I snored. I'm not sure. Maybe but sometimes <laughs> I mean she she is pretty sensitive, like, especially if there's something she can't do. Like, she'd be like, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know. And it's not like she could fix it. So that I was like, I don't want her feeling like, oh, she's, we're not, I don't know. I didn't want her to, it was only two days. I think if it had been like a week, I would have been like, whoa, whoa, boy, are we, fi- whoa, boy, are we figuring something out? Like, I'm sleeping in the bathroom. Like, this isn't going to so, work. So what do you do when you're, when someone snores next to you? Because I just wake them up and tell them you're snoring. Normally... Like, I would, I've also, I've never slept next to somebody who snored like this. I've never heard this type of snoring. It was that bad? Yeah. Yep. So, if it, normally I would say, like, I, I don't, I don't, maybe I'll snore a little bit, but I sleep, will sleep talk sometimes. So, what Lexi will do is just kind of, like, poke me, and then I'll roll over or something. Lexi doesn't snore or sleep talk. So, I'm guessing if I was with someone that did snore, I would just, like, go sleep somewhere else. Or poke them, I guess. The last person I slept with in a bed that wasn't, you know, where it was like a friend was my friend Justin because it was when it was when we were in Hawaii, and there was all there were all these things with the hotels and vaccinations and having the right oh, the COVID, color right. check. I forgot. So I slept with him, and I went into his room and slept with him, and he didn't snore at all. But he said at one point I rolled over and slapped him in the face, and. <laughs> He was like, was I snoring or something? And I was like, no, Justin, I don't remember this. And he's like, I think you were trying to take the pillow. But it was a big bed. And I, like, rolled over, rolled over. And he said he woke up because I was, like, rolling towards him. And he's like, he put his hand out and said, stop me. And I, like, stopped. And then I went and went, pop, put my hand right in his face. And then he was just like, (gasps) and then I moved it away and went away. So I'm the problem in the sleeping situations, I guess. I don't know why but, when I sleep, I literally, I just, I'm just out. That's good. That's good. And then I'll, when I sleep eat, I'm not asleep. It's like I'm half asleep. So that's like a, but I will talk. I don't, I won't like kick, but Lexi and I have a system that I'm, this is, this I think is golden. We have <clears> our <throat> own, we have our own comforters on the bed. So we're not like pulling the comforter. We each like Oh my God. That, Emma, that's fucking genius. <gasps> Emma, that's I, I didn't genius. think of it. She thought of it. So I, I noticed I kept waking up with my own comforter around me. And then I was like, did you notice that we do this? And she was like, yeah, I like orchestrated it. She's like, because we were always pulling the comforter. So she's like, I started just like putting the two over us. And I, and I, didn't, I didn't even notice it. And then I was like, this is, because the bed's a pretty small bed. And then we always have our own comforter. We're perfectly wrapped up. And then like kind of like our butts are touching. Or sometimes we'll cuddle or something. But we always have our own blanket. I was going to say, percentage-wise Genius. throughout the night, how often do you cuddle? Because I've had a bunch of different guys say different things. And I also have my own feelings. So I want to know your feelings. I'm going to share mine. I'd say 20% of the time. I mean, That's when a we're falling. Number. Yeah, I'd say sometimes when we're falling asleep now, I'll usually be reading on the computer. So then she'll like turn because she doesn't want to, the light will keep her up. But then usually we'll cuddle and then kind of in the middle of the night, sometimes we will. And then when we wake up, but then we go in our yeah. own little blankets. So, but the system works. If you're, if you're t- yanking and tugging, Get your own, your own blanket. I would say, I usually I'm trying to think of a Kike. We would start cuddling. I actually don't like being. Oh, this is something I don't like. Mm. I don't like being a little spoon and feeling someone breathe on my neck. Mm. I don't like the feeling of just someone breathing on my neck. That really mm. bothers me. And it, what at one point, because Kiki like, would be like, I want to be Big Spoon. And I, I was like, oh. so what I would do is he would know. We worked out our system. I would take part of the blanket and cover my neck yes. that yes. he's going to be breathing on. So that way I don't feel like hot breath on my neck. Yes. And then That's he so can funny. still spoon me. But I actually end up like, I actually like being bigger spoon sometimes. That's so cute. Because, I'll mix it up. I'll totally do back. Yeah, I'll mix it up. I like being Little Spoon, too. I actually really like... I like it. Like, it's, like... It's comfortable. But I don't think I could sleep like that all night. I mean, it would be... Right. It, it would be insufferable. And even some guys I like, the honesty, they'll be like, look, I'll start spooning for a little bit, but after a while, I'll get off me. Or, like, I'm sweaty. Or I'm... The, you know what I mean? And I, and I respect that. I'm like, you know what? You better work. 
I respect the shit out of it. Fine. Absolutely. I mean, you don't want to force anyone into doing a cuddle. I mean, that's just like, it's not. No, it's like, it's humiliating for everybody. But, you know, cuddling can be, cuddling can be really fun. I mean, but it just, I think I'm I'm just too old now. I'm like an adult. I'm like, all right, we've cuddled. Cutesy wootsy. Now get off me. When I was in college, I remember trying to like pretend like I liked all types of sleeping positions where you're trying to do it to make, because it's supposed to be like sweet or romantic and you're like, you're cramped up. You're trying to synchronize your breathing. You're not, it's, everything's a fucking mess. Like there's no, there's no reason for it. The, the, we don't need, we don't need to, we don't need to play these games, but it was a real twist having the snoring be my mom. And so what I did on the last night, cause I was so tired. I got in at, I had, th- I had three shows last night, but the, my last spot was at, it was supposed to be at twelve fifty, but they hooked it up. They put me on earlier. It was, it was Where a were stand. you? Where was the twelve? The stand? It, tw- it was a stand ten year anniversary show. So they had this like big party and a big show. So I did my other shows first. I went to the party, and then I got back to the apartment probably at like one, and my mom was snoring. So I m- took my hands and I like moved her face, and she I thought she was a light sleeper. She didn't wake up at that, so she stopped snoring when I like move her face, and then I'd move my hand away, and she moved her head back where it was snoring again. So then I took so my hand. So she sleeps on her back. She sleeps on her back. I took my if hand and tried to close her, her mouth. If she slept on her side, she wouldn't snore. Really? I t- so I, t- I closed her mouth. That didn't wake her up. So I'm literally like holding her mouth closed. She's not waking up. Then I take my hand and I put it under her nose to be like, wait, she better still be breathing. I'm not trying to suffocate her. She's breathing. So none of this is waking you up. You go through like, all this instead of just waking up saying, Ma, you're snoring. Yes. So then I am holding her jaw shut. Fine. And then I fall asleep. So then my hand moves. Then it's like, <laughs> I was like, whoo. So Lexi has had soundproof headphones on, so I ho- hopefully she was okay. And then I kept like trying to like hold her jaw shut and like move her head until I felt just fell asleep because of it. And then she woke up and was like, can you please get me? She doesn't quite, I don't know why she doesn't understand Uber. I don't know if she has it on her phone, but she had asked like several times. She's like, when I leave Wednesday morning, can you please arrange it? Can we do an Uber, please? And she was also very concerned with getting her Metro card. She's like, when I come to New York, how do I get a MetroCard? And I was like, I'll get you one. So I got her one, and then she lost it. And then she's like, oh, no, I've lost the MetroCard. I was like, it's okay. I only had $5 on it. She was like, oh, no, no. And then she found it. She's like, ah, I found it. I found the card. I found the card. And I was like, all right. You know they're going to get rid of that the MetroCard system? What? And have what? Just, like, the tap your phone thing on it. I love the tap your phone thing. Well, I mean, it just makes it easier for everybody to just get on the fucking train. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes people's phones die, though. That's the problem. Hey, that's a good point. Fuck. I never thought of that. Because I got to... Let me tell you guys this story real quick. On Friday night... I Did I tell you this? What happened Friday night? Okay. So, Friday night, I was done with shows at... I'd say 11. And Lexi was had told me she was going out with her cousin. And then, for some reason, I thought... she, she When I left, she was working. So, I was like, oh, she's going to stay and work. She's not going out with her cousin. So I didn't bring a key out with me, and I had brought some cash, but I mostly used my phone for Apple Pay. So I go out at 6, get dinner in between, go to another show, go to another show. I must have paid for some stuff. I have no cash on me. Get back to the apartment, buzz, my phone was dead, and but Lexi's not home. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'm an idiot. I didn't bring keys. Like, shit. So I'm sitting out there waiting, and I waited for like an hour, and I started to get hungry, and I was like, wow, this was really fucking stupid of me. I should, why did I leave the house with no keys or a credit card? So I'm just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. I go into a store. I'm like, can I charge my phone here and then I'll buy some stuff? Once it's on, they're like, absolutely not. I'm like, okay, all right. So then I go sit outside. And after another hour goes by, I was like, all right, I'm going to go walk to the nearest comedy club and charge my phone there. That, I'll do that. So I stand up. Now, I had maybe been hungry for an hour. And hungry, very relative. Like, I had eaten a couple hours before that. Not that hungry. Just, like, slightly wanting something. I looked down. There was a $2 bill on the ground. Oh, my God. Isn't that insane? So, like, I looked up at the universe. And, like, I look around. And there's, like, people without homes on the same, like, close to it. And I wanted to look at them. And I like, be like, come on, guys. Like, I shouldn't. What do I do? Like, are you guys, what's going on? Like, Well, I think it also speaks to, like, look, you're in one of the biggest cities in the world, the biggest city in America. It's wildly overpopulated. Like, we're yep. not looking all the time. You know, we're going where we need to go. We're listening to what we want to listen to, and we're getting on trains, buses, cabs. But really, if you stop and just kind of look around, I bet you yep. there's more 
money let's on the just ground. Say availability around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird how New so York I, sometimes feels like the biggest city in the world and then like a small neighborhood. Totally. Because once I, I took the $2, bought some pizza, went over to the New York Comedy Club, and I was like, can I charge my phone? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I charged my phone, got some water, went to the bathroom. Then Lexi was home and I got back. And then the next day I went and I put a couple dollars out right around where I found the $2. <laughs> oh my God, Emma, you're so sweet. Which was, Just which to like was nice to me. Just back to the world? Yeah, because also, it was, I mean, literally it was like, I was sitting there being like, man, when, huh, what a predicament. And I, w- I was truly just hungry for an, an hour. And then I found me, who all I had to do was turn my phone on and then I could go get food. Like, I found, and I, I had had like $2 on me before that and I went and bought some chips and I was eating them and I was like, my rations, my rations. And then I was like, out of my <laughs> rations. I, I'm, I don't even know the time it, it might have literally been 20 minutes like it was a very not extreme amount of time and then I found cash and then got the pizza I was like what the fuck so then I put I went out and then I put but it feels weird to drop money off in the street because it's kind of like what the fuck are you doing so I was walking and I got like performance anxiety because I like look behind and it's broad daylight like people like are gonna be like yeah, you dropped some money you fucking idiot so i waited until noah's runs around bent down pretended to tie my shoe i had the money crumpled up and then just put popped it right near a tray so someone will find it get some pizza fucking whatever if you if you need a couple bucks and you're in the east village in manhattan go you might see it it's probably gone oh, you think that money's ago. just sitting no wind pigeon uh person picked that up you <laughs> two dollars is sitting I there hope... glowing being like to save <sighs> the world I hope someone who needs it more than I do find, finds it. That's very sweet. You know, you know I, what I mean? I know what you mean. I think that's very sweet of you. Like, why would I? I don't need the $2 as much as, like, so many. I mean, I, like, it's incomparable, you know? And then I was like, well, I do want fucking pizza. I do want pizza. So, and I didn't know. I've never had a $2 bill, so it looked at it. And I was like, maybe it's fake. So when I gave it to the guy... I, I was kind of like questioning. They're very rare. A two dollar bill. I mean, right? I, I don't think they do. They do they print two dollar bills anymore? I don't know if they do. I don't know. I should have fucking kept it. Let me Google and see if they print two dollar bills. Hold on a Did I give away a collector's item for a ninety nine cents piece of pizza? I don't think it's it a good collector's pizza. item. I don't. I don't think. I don't think money. I, isn't it money can't cost more than it already? You know what I mean? Like, um, it, our. How do I put this? Our, it was is, good pizza. It was our, like, it was good. Okay. And I was, I was not in the mood for some, cause I was, when I was waiting for the pizza, some, this girl, this like drunk girl was like cool headphones and she kept on like, like rocking side oh. to side. The Treasury Department's Bureau of Engraving and Printing, BEP, will print up to 204 million $2 bills this year. Based on an annual order from the Federal Reserve System, there were $1.4 billion $2 in circulation in 2020, according to the latest data from the Federal Reserve. So how much are they printing? $2.4 billion? $2.4 billion? But that's so interesting that... I, you know what it is? I don't even think that I look... I think I'm so used to paying with like a credit card. Maybe I'm yes. just like not looking for cash anymore. And so... Yes. Hmm. I mean, you definitely don't, you don't see them out and about very much, like, at all. Like, I hadn't, I hadn't seen one. And then when New I York ended is the, the most cash-friendly, least cash-friendly city on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. If you go to Bodega, you better fucking have cash. It's a $10 minimum. If you go anywhere else, like, literally some places will be like, we don't accept cash. I'm like, that yeah. seems illegal. Right, they're that like, we're not seems, into that shit here. Right. right, like, I remember at Dig In for a while, they were like, we do not accept any cash. And I want to be like, this is actually illegal. You have you to accept. Well, because think about the people that are going to have cash. Oh, totally. That, oh, 100%. It's problematic. Out the ass is problematic. It's problematic, problematic totally. up the wazoo. So I'm thinking to myself, really, you don't accept any cash. Right. That's fucking problematic. And then I think it finally got back to them and they were like, oh, boy, we better we better have cash, blah, 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 blah. Right, we'll you know take the mean? cash. Yeah, yeah there's stupid. a couple coffee places near me that don't, don't take cash. And I'm not going to go to those motherfuckers anymore. I still Actually, this digging all the time. It's got good food. Is it a coffee place? 
Actually, you know what? I ordered from this place called... No, dig in. It's got, like, you know, like, chicken and rice. Like, kind of, like, buildable. I called the... Mm-hmm. I, I go to this place, like, uh, a meal ordering company for my food, and they have this meal called Bum Bowl, and it's basically, like, macaroni with chili. So it's nothing I want. So I order, like, steak and rice and vegetables and chicken and, you know... And so I get my meals. I pay a lot of money for these meals. They come in the box. I open it up. There's 14 Bum Bowl um, meals. And hmm. I called the company, and this is like when it... <laughs> 14. Like, 14, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I'm going to be farting all the way. I could. Just, I don't even need a plane ticket. I could just fly Preach. myself right. to fucking Cleveland this weekend. So I call the company, and I'm like, hi. This is when it pays to be nice to um, operate. You should always be nice. Yes. But it really pays to be nice because I call. Well, and I, it's hard sometimes. Like with Spectrum, that's not easy. Well, Spectrum, that means they're soulless. But I, this is a, a meal fit place. But I could have sure. called and said, I paid, you know, $200 for my meals and you didn't send them to me. And this isn't what I wanted. Now I have all these meals and da 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 and that. I just call and said, hi, how are you? I'm sorry. I, I ordered something and I got something I didn't expect. And she was like, okay, what'd you order? And I go, um, I ordered a, a chicken rice and steak and uh, rice. And I received 14 bumbles. And she goes, oh... She goes, you didn't order the Bumbles? And I said, you know, I'm a homosexual in New York City. I guarantee you I did not click on That's Bumble. hilarious. And she started laughing. And they're sending me the meals I want for free tomorrow. How much? Now, is it, how is Bum spelled? B-U-M. Is it supposed bum, to be like, like bum? A bum? Oh, see, that's also, that's like kind of wrong. Like, it's like, what the, like, why would well, they? Well, people don't say bum anymore. Like, that person's, a, that's malarkey. Like, that's like an right, old Right, term. right, right. People right. say homeless, and now people say that you say people who unhoused people. Yes. But I don't think bum is used anymore. I think maybe the connotation of bum has changed, you know? Sure, could be. Or it's actually, honestly, it could be a play on, like, this is, like, heavy bum action in the, chi- I mean, macaroni and cheese and chili. I mean, but it is ironic that? to call something bum when I'm paying an exorbitant amount of money to receive it. True. I agree with that. I'm glad they gave you. I'm glad they're sending. What are you gonna do with your bum bowls? I'm gonna give them to people at the cellar. You're just gonna come over and be like, who, like, who wants some of my meals on that? I'm not. There's tons. I'm of workers, not touching them. There's a lot. Tons of the workers there. Like I, I received extra shelves that I didn't order, and it was. It's not like I paid extra, so I just had these shelves, and so people at the cellar, I'll go down and I'll be like, guys, these are really nice shelves. Does anybody want them? Oh, I'll take one. I'll take one. Great. Or like Pay a it cabinet, forward. I I gave to somebody that I couldn't use. Imagine like, if they live with someone and they just come home with a cabinet. They're like, what happened at work today where you got a cabinet? Like, it's just so random. <laughs> well, that's, that's where it feels like a neighborhood thing where it's like, I'm not, I'm yes. not, like, I'm giving it to people I know that I work with that I see every yes. single day. And, you know, there's tons of people who work at the cellar. So someone's going to want it. That's how I felt when I went in and charged my phone at New York Comedy Club because there was a different, I've charged my phone in there maybe a hundred times, but there was a different feeling when I, like, needed to. Cause, so I yeah. was like... I went in and I was like, guys, can I just charge my phone? And they're like, yeah, like, yeah, you don't even have to have, like, go and charge it. And I was like, yeah, all right, thank you. And like, it was closed down and I was like, oh, great. Like, what would I, but it was nice that I could just walk to the closest comedy club and do that. And that's the, well, I brought my mom, the second show I brought her to was at a show, the show on Monday night she got to see. And then she got to hear like the comedians like giving notes afterwards. And she was like, that's interesting that you guys, that you're, Someone was giving you notes, and I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "And I agreed with that note because I referenced <laughs> Sarah, I referenced Sarah Palin in a joke." She was like, "I think it's too dated," and I agree with her. But I was like, "But it's all—it's about like if you smoke a cigarette with someone there, you enjoy them even if you don't like oh, them as a person." Emma, that joke it, is so fucking good. Can I just say to the audience? I appreciate everyone, it. I watched Emma. Wait, I need to compliment you for a second. I watched Emma Please. the other day. Emma and I haven't gotten a chance to really see each other's acts because we're never home. So mm-hmm. I was right after Emma at uh, at the cellar, and I watched you do about 15 minutes of things I've not seen before. You were so fucking on fire and so Thank you so much. Good. I was like, wow, this is like, this is really, like, Emma is another level of comedian. You've really, it's good. You're like on fire. I appreciate, I mean, I've, I'm, I, I think I was extra locked in that night. Because I remember I was wearing that outfit, and then I wore that outfit on the Monday. The blue shirt? 
Oh, no, different outfit. Black sweatshirt, black pants, and I on Monday night, I didn't have a good show. Why do I feel like but you But I was trying new jokes. Blue shirt. Well, you inspired Could've me because I'm, I'm writing all these jokes about my hair transplants, and I finally got the confidence after that to, like, go for it. And it's I found the, I found the beats that work. I just have to fill it out. Yes. But I found the beats that work. That's what I have to do, because on Monday, I was working on new stuff, and I was like, I was like, God damn, this is, it's a, what a process. Real it's clunky. It's a fucking process. And yeah. then people are looking at you like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, listen, I wish you could have just been there last night. It was a whole thing. Like, this was on Monday night, because I was like, okay, Sunday night, I had a couple shows, lots, every, we were all having lots of fun, oh, taking wait, pictures, giving I high fives, say, it was a good time. I can say this out loud now. Are you here March 2nd? I can tell you right now. I, I, I think so. September, I'll tell you right now. Sure am. Is that, let's see. Will you open for me at the Beacon Theater? I would be honored. And I'll invite all my cousins, my cousin Mary. I'll invite all my cousins. So I'm performing at the Beacon Theater, everybody. I'll go over my list. I'm doing a theater tour. And they didn't let, they didn't let us announce it, basically, for, you know, What's months. the name of the tour? Uh, the Al Dente tour. Great. Love it. Isn't that cute? It's a cute name. Love it. Love it. That's smart. Did you think of that yourself? Uh, I think me, maybe my manager, someone said it like in jest. And then we were like, wait a minute. I think that's it. I think we call it the Al Dente tour. I, so Lexi came up with a bunch of names for me, which is really good. Lexi, um, is like my pseudo manager. I feel like. Um, but she came up with some really good names and I'm trying to pick one and I would love to get your guys' thoughts on Can you read them out loud? I'd love to, I'd love to voice. So, Buttered Up is one. <laughs> so, it would be like, you know, it's like friendly, and approachable. And the woman, the Buttered Up tour. And it's like, I like to butter people up and like, I love butter. Um, yeah, that's cute. My that's ma- cute. My manager was like, but butter is oily. Don't listen but I was to, like, don't listen, listen to comics. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the full list here. Butter is oily. No one's going to think that your tour is oily. They get it. Right. That's what I was thinking. Isn't it a double entendre, right? Exactly. Okay, so. so, That's a good one. I like that. So this was one. This is as prescribed, the as prescribed store, because it speaks to ADHD, depression, anxiety, and lays the groundwork for something else. It's a little too heavy. Go ahead. Okay. Out of the woods speaks for getting out of a small town, but also the idiom of getting out of a hard situation. And then another what, one is... Out of the woods? No, I don't like that either. Okay. Just woke up, but woke is spelled W-O-K-E. So poking fun at a little bit at woke culture, speaking to how you're a... I don't uh, like that one. Okay. That's, not, that's Ch- too specific and will turn people away. Okay. Chaotic good. Buttered up is it, Emma. Okay, buttered up. All right. Buttered up. I mean, that's something you say a lot. It's a double entendre. There could be great photos. Like, it's cute. It thing makes you also think of, like, baking and, like, things that people really enjoy. Cooking and yes. baking. But it's also, like, Emma and compliments. And that's cute. Emma Willman, the buttered up tour. I think that's that you've I got to get some. I need it. to get some pictures for it. Not me making Let's- a new connection on Raya. What a ridiculous Lex- Lex- Lexi thought of it. She gets all the credit. She can't because I was, like... I need to come up with some tour names, and um, she found the time in between. She's working on some really high-profile advertising campaigns, and then came up with that. So that was very nice. Um, so. I think that's beautiful. The buttered up tour, very and very I f- cute. I fucking love butter. Like I've been a fan of Ooh, butter since day one. Doesn't love butter. That's why there's that's people. That's why the French nailed it. There's people out there. I mean, I don't know if they're lying, if because people that are like, oh, I prefer olive oil. I love olive oil, too. These things aren't going against each other. You can love but olive these, oil and love butter. That's like saying, oh, I, I'm sorry. I don't like pasta. I love chicken. Like, no. These are two separate things. Olive oil and butter are used for two completely different things. Sometimes, yes, used to fry something, uh, cook something. But generally speaking, you use butter for pancakes. You use olive oil for chicken or pasta or vegetables, right? Butter burns too quickly and gets really brown. Olive oil can really absorb the heat, so you use butter more for flavor. So like butter for your eggs in the morning, 
You're not going to mm. let the butter burn by the time you get the eggs in there. It's just going to bring itself into the flavor of the eggs. You're using it for the eggs, and so the eggs also don't stick. So a little bit of the oil. You wouldn't. You could, but if you're frying an egg, you could use olive oil. But usually if you're making eggs, you don't use olive oil. It's too heavy. I completely agree. If you had to pick one or the other, which one would you pick? I would probably pick Between olive oil butter and olive oil, I would yeah, pick olive oil. I'd rather shoot oil. myself. I would too because I use uh, – butter is more like – butter is like – Butter is like your fun friend from college that hasn't necessarily grown up, but you when you see you have the best fucking time. But if you hung out with any every day, you'd both be homeless. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, and then olive oil is like great. Like it's like olive oil is. Look, I've figured out. I have a two bedroom. Yeah. I'm in my late thirties. I have a four hundred one k. Butter is like. Does anyone do coke in the bathroom? Hundred percent. 100% and then eat shit tons of pizza like and not yeah. do coke and get like ripped like let's no not that anyone can do coke no one's too much ever. olive oil and said I feel sick no to- well actually I've cut it close because you know when they bring the bread and the olive oil out I've done that to the point where I'm like sopping up I remember like the bread's like dripping in olive oil oh, and then you I'm know like, what that's a good know. question then do you prefer okay this is a hard question I don't even think I fully have an answer do you prefer bread or olive oil on, but, they, on- well maybe, let me set up the scene you're at a restaurant. I'm nervous. You're yeah. st- <laughs> I think I know what it's going to be. It's tough. You're starving. Mm-hmm. They bring out soft Italian bread on the inside with just the right amount of crunch on the outside. And it's warm. <sighs> it's already flavored. They used good salt with that bread. So, the, so it already has good flavor. And they hand you the best olive oil to dip in. Or room temperature, salted, amazing butter. What do you pick? Fuck. That's so tough. Now, this situation doesn't mean whether you like butter or olive oil better. This is just a separate situation. They're not mutually exclusive. I think I... I everything in me is saying, like, you should do the olive oil, but I think I would go with the butter. I would go with butter. In that situation, In I that would situation. Now, I know that the olive oil, for some reason, is maybe more... Fill- olive oil has so many, like, healthy fats... I don't know what the, you know, not the fat chain, but I don't know what butter's fat situation is in the health department. Butter but. is just whole milk churned to the point that it becomes butter. You're literally just having milk. You're having whole milk. Oh, then why does it get such a bad rap? Why does everyone say it's got the bad fat? Um, Because they put hydrogenated corn oil in it or whatever the fuck? That's margarine. Let me look up what the oh. difference is. Um of butter and olive oil. Like, I'll tell what's you who, better for you? I'll tell you this. I think it's probably because the sugar industry was trying to demonize fat to get people to run over into its arms. Because people were trying to, de- people were demonizing fat for a long, long time. Remember, like, snack wells, like, sugar, fat-free, 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 fat-free. And then, then they're trying to do that because salt and sugar were trying to get you to seek comfort in other ways. That's what was going on with that. 100% can guarantee. What is... An olive oil is also high in vitamin E and K, beneficial fatty acids, and antioxidant, help reduce inflammation. Olive oil is considered to be healthier than butter. It's a, but it just says Whatever. considered. Yeah, who, what's better who? to cook with, olive oil or butter? Because olive oil has more mono monounsaturated fats, the heart healthy fats, than butter. It stands to reason it's also healthier to cook with. I mean, I think butter is definitely like more of a treat. Is what I think. I mean, I was using those, like, calorie-free cooking sprays for a while, which are not good for you either. You were using what? Those calorie-free cooking sprays when I was doing, like, the two-month, like, cut program. Um, But those are not very good for you. There's always, like, some catch, I'm sure. Like, when there's things that have zero calories, then then what is in it? (laughs) Nothing, Nothing from Mother Nature. You know what I mean? You know, like, Pam? Of course I know Pam. Pam's actually... Pam's, I don't think Pam is good or bad. I, 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 I actually don't know. I actually don't know if Pam is good or bad. I think, so I follow this Instagram account, which when I tell you guys this Instagram account, follow it only if you want. I, or actually, you know what? No, I, I really like following it, but it's, I've learned a lot. And some of the stuff I'm like, damn, I would have rather stayed in not knowing about this. It's called the food babe. I hope it, it's a mom. And she talks about like different things breaks down like nutritional content and different like popular foods and then gives you like alternatives to them and we should have uh, my sister on this show to talk about it yeah because there's shit where you're like oh like what does she say um let's can't believe it's not butter is not good i'll tell you that uh 
I'm gonna call Kate real Let quick. Let me make sure that's her name. Mateo's sister, you guys should follow her on Instagram. She's she's a fitness powerhouse, too. Kate, you're on with me and Emma. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. You're not going to be able to hear Emma because I got my headset on. But we just okay. have we have questions for you. Um, Bring it on. Hi, Emma. She says, hey. <laughs> she says, hey. Um, what is healthier? We have a, multiple questions. What is healthier for you olive, when you're cooking, olive oil or butter? technically olive oil but they're at least both natural choices okay emma looks like she has so a question is, no emma so says tell her i i agree she, she says I she say, agrees and or even if i didn't agree i would agree with even her if she didn't agree she agrees it. now yeah or because she's because she's the expert tell her i said she's well expert. kate what is it what, what would you say emma about the bad fats or something what's like what's the difference between bad fats and good fats Wait, like what do they mean by her, that Tell her I said she's well, the expert. Like I want her to know that she... or ghee or coconut oil or true avocado oil all have like good, like healthy properties in them. And then you have stuff like vegetable oil, safflower oil, corn oil, peanut oil that are useless, have no nutritional qualities to them, mm. and uh, they're linked to causing cancer. Really? Yes. Oh my God! So yeah. I so, just have olive oil and butter. Wait, Emma says, "Hold on." Kate. So Pam is so Pam is totally bad. Oh, what is? <laughs> that was our question. Emma wants to know: Is Pam bad? Get the Pam olive oil spray, coconut spray instead. Okay. But the other stuff, yes, it's bad because again, it's that like vegetable oil crap. Damn. Thank you. Okay. Emma says thank you. Emma, what other questions did you have for Kate? What whey protein powder does she like? Because it's been oh. giving me, it's been, in, I think it's been triggering um, IBS. Okay, Emma wants to know what whey protein powder do you use or do you recommend? Because she's been struggling with IBS and she thinks it might be coming from the type of protein she's taking. Okay, possibly a. Here's the the thing: you want to find yourself a whey isolate protein, but. A lot of proteins, say they're an isolate on the front, and then you turn them around, you look at their ingredients, and they still have a whey concentrate in them. And that concentrate is actually really hard on your gut and hard to digest. Um, I don't drink any protein powders. I, I do like the Pride Nutrition, ISO Respect. That's what I have. I have that in a pinch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in a pinch. But it, it, it's protein powders, because it is processed, is hard in your stomach. Then just blend up some pasteurized liquid egg whites. Because you can drink them raw. Oh, like Greek yogurt and some fruit, and there's there's a healthy shake. Wait, you can she'll oh, drink Emma egg says, whites raw. If it's pasteurized, Emma, it should say pasteurized on the box. Yeah, it's like a box of egg whites. What, what do you what would you say if like because Emma and I travel a lot, so we're in airports yeah. and we're in hotels. Like, what's the best way to take in protein, just to get enough protein in our day? If you know, obviously, if protein bars are not so great for you, because I have the Think protein bars in a pinch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in a pinch, stuff like that is fine. In a pinch, packaging some whey in, you know, a baggie is fine. Um, obviously, you know me. Like, I want to get all my um, food from actual food, not anything that's created or processed. Um, and it's hard to travel with meat. Um, if you can find yourself, like, a really good quality, like, jerky. Um, yes. That's something that you can throw in your bag. Um I, I mean, this is more labor intensive, but you can like make little protein pancakes with egg whites and stuff and blend them and just put them in a baggie too. I mean, I know that's more like work and you guys are traveling, but. I guess too, if you see, you know, sometimes you'll see hard boiled eggs at the airport mm-hmm. and that's like, that's easy. I mean, that's just right. Yeah, it is. It is. Or like pack. I mean, this doesn't smell the best, but you can get those like little packets of tuna. I mean, you can yes, those yeah, those are great. Hotel Emma says, like, yeah, those are great. Wait, Emma, before we let Kate go, what else? What other questions did you have? I think that's it for now, but I'll definitely prepare some for next time. She says that that's, that's it for now. Yeah, Kate, we'll have to have you on the podcast sometime to sit and actually answer all of our nutritional questions. Oh, my God. Yeah, Matt, that would be so much fun. I would love that. Work. Until all right. Thank well, you. Uh, she says, thank you. Kate, I'll talk to you soon. See. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Uh, that's so funny. My T- sister's so funny. Her Chicago accent is so thick. Did tell her that um, I thank her for being. She's the she's an expert. She listens to the podcast okay, once good. a week, so she'll hear it. Okay, good. But, oh, really? Um, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, her and my mom listen to the podcast, and my aunt Sandy and Kelly, and my cousin Megan. Um, that's so, so hello cute. everyone. 
I told you and my aunt Cindy's sick of the queen, right? She's sick of hearing about the queen. Oh, really? Did you hear about that I mean, or no? I, I No, but I completely understand. I mean, I get it. Should I make one last phone call to my Aunt Cindy before we go? Let's do it. <laughs> She's over it. I mean, I get that. She's done with it. She's sick of it. <laughs> Have you ever done a benefit show? I'm doing a show at a hospital. It's like a, for the patients, but I've never done that before. Not for the patients, but I have done a benefit show. Like, yeah, this is like in my aunt Cindy. You're on the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) so we have Emma. Emma, You can't hear Emma because I have my headset on, but Emma can hear you. Okay. We just wanted to (laughs) just if you feel like sharing, you don't have to. We just wanted to know what your thoughts were on the funeral of the Queen. (laughs) I'm so sad. It's over. I. Another week of it. <laughs> I just can't get enough of it. Oh my god, that almighty! It's too it's much. Enough. It's enough, okay? I I'm so aggravated. She was an old lady. She lived a very pampered, privileged life. She died. End of story. That's that's, that's my take, the queen. <laughs> People waited in line, you guys, for 24 hours to walk by the casket. That's insane. To walk by a box with a dead old lady in it. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Cindy, can you imagine me being like, and Cindy, I'm getting his tickets to London. We got to wait in line 24 hours and walk by this box. What would you say to me? I would uh, call your. I'd be. I would. I, I mean, come on. You would never do that either. No, I mean, I'm no, not a million would years. Never do it either. I think I'd wait in line, maybe, for to see Barbara. Oh, and, okay. Okay, so maybe I would do that. Yeah, if of I course. a li- alive Barbara or dead Barbara. Oh, oh. alive Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to walk by and see dead Barbara. We've seen alive Barbara, and it's definitely worth waiting in line, right? Yeah, I would wait. She's I would wait twenty. Yeah, well, you were gonna say Emma. Hold on, Emma says. Who, who's Aunt Cindy's celebrity crush? Does she have one? Oh, Aunt Cindy, who are your? Emma wants to know who are your celebrity crushes if you have one. Well, number one is Al Pacino. Hands okay. Down. Al Pacino, young Al Pacino, yes. right? Like in Godfather. Oh yeah, I'll take Al right now. I know he's old, much older, but right Al now, Pacino and Cindy, he looks disheveled. He looks like a used mop. <laughs> Who's the guy who's in? It's I'm Al doing Pacino, that. Matt. She says, Emma, you don't know who Al Pacino is? No, I know Al Pacino, but who's oh, the guy? Oh, oh she Come says, on, she says, who's the guy? Well, I'm do. I've got a couple She's, lines in a movie with the guy who is <gasps> Robert. Oh, oh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Oh, I'm gonna get. I don't know yeah, if I'll get I like to meet him, but Emma's doing a movie with him. Well, I'm doing a couple lines in it. A couple lines. A couple lines. A couple lines. A couple lines. <laughs> couple, couple lines, couple lines, wow. couple lines. He's old, and I see him interviewing stuff. I, I think he's terrific. Again, I think of him in Godfather. Just can't be surpassed. Oh my can't god, so incredible! I, and then my I confuse him and Al Pacino. Hey, wait, who yeah. is it, Anthony? Mark Ruffalo. Which? Yeah. Oh, did he? Wait, Mark Ruffalo played the Hulk, wow. right? He played the Hulk, which I've never seen, but I loved Thirteen Going on Thirty. I'm I love a him for that movie, and I cry. He's every amazing. Time he down the dollhouse. Thirteen by Thirty. Wait a minute, that's with Jennifer. What's her name? Yeah, Jennifer. Yeah. Parker. No, stop it, no. Cindy. You don't like that movie. I no. love that movie, Matt. I love it. I cry every time. I love him, and I love her. <laughs> he's. I love him too. And he's. I, he's amazing. <laughs> So, Emma says she loves him too, and she thinks he's amazing. He's amazing. He was yeah. also in. He was in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Shutter at my Aunt Cindy, before I let you go, your last crush is, and I can't believe you didn't mention this, is Sally Field. Oh, really? I do love Sally. That's true. I do too. I do love Sally. My love Aunt her. Cindy, Kel, uh, uh, Emma, for like an entire year, had this picture of Sally Field up on her fridge, like she was a member of our family. Wow. Oh. I get it. She is. She's, I think, a nice, she nice is. person. Again, so talented. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I love I Sally. agree. I actually love Sally Field, too, and I think she's great in interviews. I really like her. I agree. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't hold back, you know? She's mm-hmm. like, whatever. This is what happened. And yeah. And yeah. That's who I am. Take me or leave me. I like that about her. Well, Aunt Cindy, this is, it's always a pleasure to talk to you and have you on okay. the podcast. <laughs> 
We look forward to more correspondence uh, about you and, and coverage of the Queen's death. Okay, any kind of coverage you want. I got it in one sentence. I, I said it. <laughs> there. That's, that's my take of the Queen. Good riddance. Is <laughs> <laughs> it awful? Is it awful? All right, yeah. thank you, Aunt Sydney. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Sydney. Okay, have a good, have a good day, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye, Matt. Bye. I love my She's so cute. She ends it by saying good riddance. <laughs> She's so cute. She's so cute. I know British people will be upset by that, but I, I see what my Aunt Cindy's saying, where it's like, Absolutely. You know, some people just, like, can't even eat in a day, and we're acting like this person. You know, she lived a pampered, privileged life. She mm-hmm. died. Oh, we're going to totally. get a lot of hate for that from our British fans. They're not going to like that. I don't think so. I think it's a pretty good mix of thoughts on her. Well, you know. Or let uh, us know. Say, say it nicely. Let us know where you're coming from. While we'll listen. Also, thank you very much, Emma, for just putting up with my family. <laughs> we're always sort of bombarding this show. You know my don't family is completely obsessed with you. Amazing. Likewise. Back at them. <laughs> That is so insane to think about drinking egg whites. I'm going to try to do that. Pasteurize egg whites. Well, text my sister. Do you have her number? Okay. Also, I think I've got it on Instagram. Do you drink pasteurized egg whites? I cook my egg whites. I don't want, I can't, I'm too, like, fear factor. I can't imagine, like, drinking egg whites and then I just can't. I, they would need to be cooked. I can't. Okay. I'm going to try it. Um, so, we'll see. Famous last words. Should we plug our shows? I want to get your mom on the podcast, though. Absolutely. I want to talk to her. She was. I, I really enjoyed your mother. Yeah, she's. She'd be. And now I think she's all ready to go. All she seems a little bit. She seems up. too like she doesn't really have much fear. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like, she gets nervous, and then she'll get very unsure of herself. Like, it's she was having a hard time with the key, and she was like, "Oh, I can't do it." And then she did it, and I was like, "Yay!" And then then she the next time she was like, "I can't." I was like, you can do it. And then she was like, I have to pee. And I was like, you can do it. And then she opened it and we were like, yeah. My, my favorite thing your mom said, I said, well, you know, Emma makes you sound like Marge Simpson. And she was like, I don't, I don't know who Marge Simpson is. <laughs> and I was like, the Simpsons? She's like, I didn't watch that show. <laughs> we had dinner with my cousin last night. We were talking about like, about Netflix documentaries. And my mom, after we were like talking about them for like a while, my mom goes, I don't know any of those people. And we were like, oh, we don't know them either. Like these are, we were talking about like murder documentaries. And she was like, <laughs> I don't know how you guys know those people. I don't know any of those people. And we were like, no, we don't know them either. And she was like, okay. I was like, it took you 10 minutes of us talking about serial killers for you to be like, I don't don't know them. I remember being a kid and my, because, you know, the Simpsons were kind of controversial. And my mom was Mm -hmm. like, I don't think you guys should watch the Simpsons. And then we'd go next door to my aunt Cindy's house and watch the Simpsons because she loved the Simpsons. And it was like this unspoken thing. My aunt Cindy never said anything. We never said anything. You know, my mom, but my mom never knew. We would go watch The Simpsons at my cousin's house. Yep, there's, you, kids find a way to get the TV they need to get, which, for better or worse, that's how you, you shouldn't be learning stuff from Jerry Springer. Did you grow up with Nickelodeon? Did you have cable growing up? We didn't, and then when my parents got divorced when I was in, like, eighth grade, or whatever grade it was, then we did get cable. And then I was watching, like, TRL, but I missed Nickelodeon. But I would watch it at my grandmother's house, and I fucking loved it. I couldn't get enough. I was like, this is... Crack for kids, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I loved it. Like that, like we've talked about Power Rangers, like it Keenan and Kel, like I was like you uh, I was like, there's nothing better than this. Keenan and Kel, the Ashley Bynes show or the Amanda Bynes yes, show, all yes, that. R.I.P. Yes. You know, Double Dare, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Yep, Legends so of the good. Hidden Temple, uh Rocco's Modern Life, Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we plug our shows coming up? We should. Um, Let's do it. I want to announce today, I was able to announce, um, I'm going on a theater, my first theater tour. We're going to be adding dates, so don't Woo-hoo! worry. But so far we have February 10th, Toronto at the Queen's Elizabeth Theater. February 17th, Los Angeles at the Ace Hotel Theater. February 23rd, Seattle, Neptune Theater. February 24th, Seattle again, Neptune Theater, the 25th. I'm going to San Francisco at the Palace of Fine Arts Theater and March 2nd, the Beacon Theater in New York, New York, where you can come see me and Emma. And for all tickets, go to MateoLaneComedy.com. I will be coming up this weekend, coming up on the 30th and October 1st, I'll be in San Diego. And then I'm going to be 
in Pittsburgh and Cleveland and D.C. And then I'll be in Columbus and I should get all these all written out. Neat, very neat. And I'll also be in Orlando and Tampa. So this is all coming up over the next chunk of months. And you can get all those tickets at IamEmmaWoman.com or go to my Instagram and click the link in my bio. Starbanks Audio, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.